0: Hey there, listeners. This is your showrunner, Jakes, and your DM, Elijah. And we're going to keep this podcast train going with episode two of Next on the Initiative.
1: Before we begin today's session, a small heads up. Occasionally, we forget to announce our dice roll. We use roll 20 to play D&D, so sometimes we talk about the map, tokens, and character placement on our character screens. We kind of just use uh, like sound expressions for certain moments, like, yay, or, oh... So you, you can get what kind of rolls we get.
0: Yeah, usually negative. If we react with, a, uh, it's probably negative.
1: Okay, you're trying to, you're trying to make, make the shot. If you hit, it will kill your friend. So you're trying to fake it. Go ahead and roll for an attack. That's probably
0: the worst time. No one's going to say like, oh, no, to like a nat 20. <laughs> so Jordan duty continues from the last episode. So let's find out what the adventures are up to As Suvara and Ugesh fought Ront by the waterfall And then fucking let him die Good job (laughs) by the way Elijah, let's hear that second episode intro
1: (laughs) It's everybody's favorite time of the game Chore duty Players once again get to interact with the surroundings a bit more Maybe make some new allies. And Aoki gets to be an extrovert. Crawling at the grunge sees some weird stuff. And Zavara is separated from the group. Doing something, I suppose. It's not like we left off on a cliffhanger or anything. Let's find out. Episode 2. What lurks below. 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 Below.
2: Okay, we are now going to transition to the next part of the chores, because yay, it is the cleaning of the barracks, and it's Jake, Sushar, Topsy, and Tuck. They have given you access to the base drow uh, barracks, and also access to clean the elite drow barracks. In each of the rooms, there's one, I'll just quietly meditating, I both doing his trance. Interesting.
3: Alright, well, I start off by immediately placing mushroom fungi all around the areas I'm cleaning. So, it's like I'm cleaning
2: quickly and then I put like some mushrooms down so they can like in a little bit. As you spread one sport like next to a set of beds, you feel a tug on your arm and it's topsy uh, just staring at you and she glares. south. What's it gonna, what you gonna give me if I don't mention this little activity to the god? She just stares at you.
3: And I, well I hold out an empty hand, close it, and then I have a mushroom.
2: Yeah, I don't see that being quite a, uh fountain.
3: So then I, I like, hold a hand up, and like gesture to my whole body, I'm a mushroom. So, I close my hand, and then I'm like, two mushrooms.
2: She just stares, kind of tilts her head, not getting it. And she whistles like, not whistle, but clicks for her brother. And Terry starts coming along.
3: Oh, and then I'm like, I get it. I, I look, and then I'm like, oh, oh. So I put both hands up, and then I, I do a little bow. And then I open both hands, and then suddenly I have six mushrooms. And then I start juggling them.
2: Give me a performance check. Already... Topsy is uninterested, but let's see how this affects Terry. Okay, uh, twenty-one. Hey, so, you make a del- uh, delightful little show of this, you add it, you start juggling these mushrooms, and you add a little spore here and there, just to give it like a bit of color. Oh, I'm going
3: all out, and spinning around, you know, throwing <laughs> a, kind of like a Harlem Grove Trotter, but with a mushroom jug.
2: Right, so, t- Topsy at this point, is still trying to be unamused, but she kind of w- eyes widen. Turby is just mumbling to his sister, pulling him around.
4: And
2: she's like, yeah, yeah, he is interesting.
3: And then I, I finished up the routine. I bow once more and then give him the mushrooms.
2: Well, I hold them out to see if they take me. He grabs it immediately and before he puts it in his mouth, Topsy grabs it from him. And Smith sniffs it. Alright, that's a fun trick. Maybe we can show you something. Turvy. And she nudges towards one of the barracks' chests, and Tervy just begins, oh wow, slithering his way past the, uh, right behind the drow action, who is meditating, and starts plummaging through the stuff, and runs back towards you all. He just smiles as he pulls out two crossbow bolts in a box. <laughs> See we got some skills of our own. And she not, she hands you hands all of it to you just so you can check it out. Uh, they don't see
3: anything except two small ridges right below my eyes rise up,
2: seeming to imply that I'm trying to smile. Both of them kinda eyes widen at the side of this. And but they don't say anything, they still just watch. I just
3: continue going about my business, but I head over to Shushar. He is just cleaning
2: out one of the beds and making it nice knee me as you turn towards him. Oh, hello. You are... I hold up another mushroom. Oh. I think he just takes it and he immediately consumes it. He eats it? Mm-hmm.
3: I, I clap a little bit, and then I hold
2: another mushroom in my hand. When you clap, the drow kind of jump, jumps a bit, and he turns to you both and says, Quiet down not make me get up again.
3: I do the Animal Crossing startled expression. <laughs> <laughs> I nod, and then I just pretend to go back to cleaning. Mm-hmm. When the
2: drow goes back to meditating, I look up. Within a minute, he goes back in uh, his trance. So then I go back to Shushar. He looks at you and says, I probably easier for you than being my I but probably keep it on the silent side.
3: I put a sh- hand on his shoulder and I wag my finger. And then I hold up a mushroom, crush it, and I release repertoire spores. I will right,
2: well now, where will the constitution saving go? Ooh. Oh man. It's- okay. He is affected by the spores. And I, I go, Hello,
3: my name is Noki.
2: I figured this be a. Uh, he stumbles back up quick second, not making a noise, but kind of like, what? Don't be alarmed.
3: We don't need him to wake up anymore.
2: Every topsy turns a head towards two of you and just staring at the Kuotoa. Oh, is that what uh, Shushar is? Is that Kuotoa? Yes.
3: Does Shushar do anything when they look?
2: Mm-hmm. He kind of just searches around for the voice in his head. Then yeah, he looks back at you and you're like, did you, did you hear that? He, he, said, he asked me that?
3: Yes. I gesture like a shrug of that, I don't know, but telepathically I say, It's my voice. This is how my kind
2: speak. Play oh, along. Don't act like I know what you're talking about. His eyes wide and he just kind of like gets excited, and you kind of see like the side of his necks have these little flaps that begin to like open wide and close quickly. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like,
3: Kills kind of like undulate. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay, so I, I basically say sorry for the surprise, but it's okay. Most people are genuinely surprised when they hear a voice talking to them in their head, especially one as classic
2: trained as my voice. With his mouth, he's still, he's still talking, and just talking. That is an incredible skill. A bit creepy. Maybe give warning like before you can.
3: I say I usually try, but urgency is important because I feel like we're running out of time and I'm planning a jailbreak and you seem
2: trustworthy. Ah, oh, I will join on one condition. We take my grunge for an outing. It does not belong here.
3: Oh oh understood. Then may I offer a counter I will take the grunge without a hesitation if you do me a favor as well.
2: You seem to assist me so far, this could be useful. What is your request? You also back me up and help take my fellow
3: race member Stool from this prison. He doesn't deserve this. They are but children.
2: Oh yes. Yes. I agree the way he's been treated. Ch- Seems unbearable, especially by However, with his large size, it would be a bit difficult stopping. I cannot do any act of violence towards anyone, so stopping it would have been tedious.
3: I don't think that will be a problem. And I let him know that, like, well, not on our Jailbird team. It's gonna be you, me, Stool, the Warforge fellow you see with us, and the uh, dwarf that you see in the, with us. So far, we are all. In this together, but I figure that time is of the essence, so I'm. We may need to plan something soon. So far, what I have in mind is once the guard shift change occurs, potentially starting something with either the orc, I believe his name is Ront, or the the Drow, and I do not remember his name. But I figured having someone starting a fight. And then making the drow come into the ca- the cage when the shift occurs, we'll have enough an opportunity of surprise to ambush them, take the,
2: uh, what we need, and then make our escape. Is there not a more peaceful method to this? I cannot harm anyone. I do not believe you
3: need to be concerned. Our Warforged friend and our Dwarf friend seem eager to provide the more physical part of our escape. Oh. I, like, look at my arms and my body. I'm not really built for physical violence. I'm a performer, and then I, like, do a little little jazz hands kind of thing.
2: Oh. Your Your music will be entertaining and stupid, though. We shall go there once we escape. Yes?
3: Yeah. And then... I guess the last thing I'll say is, what is a, have you gotten a chance to speak to, and then I I look at Topsy and Terby, are they to be trusted? Should I reach out to them?
2: I cannot say they are evil, but there's something about them that puts me off. I cannot say, I cannot disagree with you if you wish to take anyone. I feel like we should all escape. But they do not seem to want to work with the others. Except you as you became friendly with them, they seem to show you a few tricks. Perhaps they could be of use in some way.
3: I I think so as well. They seem to be very good or particularly skilled at retrieving items and useful objects. I will I will wait and see what the others think and then we'll decide. But have you gotten a chance to speak to anyone else? I wanted to see who else is interested in our cause. I, I was thinking the Halfling seemed like a potential ally.
2: Uh, he, he seems a bit spunky. That uh, looks like he has hope in his eye, I mean, We rely on him as well. The is the whole canoe, the machine thing is just new things. Never seen anything like that before. So the
3: warforce force can be trusted. Uh,
2: I don't trust the drow. I think he has some kind of trick with them being here.
3: Neither do I. He is—he's been nothing but—but but antagonistic. I fear he might actually be a garden disguise
2: or something. I do not trust him. He seems. I do not wish to engage him, so we cannot include him. But I will accept the group decision.
3: Agreed. But I guess the last thing, what about the humanoids in our in our cell?
2: The Darrow, I do not trust either. He is kind and light with his words. There's something malicious to it. And what if the the humanoid with the beard? Oh, uh, so he when he mentioned uh, the Darrow, he was talking about Lupito... the uh, bearded one. Yeah, that's who we were just talking about now. Oh, okay. Uh, And the gnome seems kind of but he doesn't seem like he cares about the situation he's in. Hmm.
3: Okay. Well, good to know. Once we get back to ourselves, you let me know who is worthy, and we will have a group discussion in our minds, so to speak. Hmm.
2: Oh, yes. And he looks at you again, smiles, and actually concentrates for a moment. For him, it's way more difficult to communicate these words telepathically than it would say anyone else. So it comes out broken and just says, I trust
3: in you. If something were to happen, please stand with me
2: in solidarity. I, I Now, during this time you are cleaning the barracks on both sides. Is there anything you want to try to do with that? Or are you just good at doing this activity of like cleaning up?
3: Here, yeah, the last thing I'll do is do an investigation check. Just to see if there's anything interesting that I could use to my advantage and mm-hmm. hide on my person pretty easily. Or, you know, maybe just interesting uh, to know. Is that the 17? 15 in total.
2: Okay, uh, while you're cleaning up, not much they lie. Nothing too important lying around here and there. With that 15 though, I will say you notice, uh, as you're sweeping behind one of the beds, you kind of hear a small clink and as you look down you see the, a loose bell with the one of the vials still in it. Do I recognize it? Uh, it has this very thick black liquid in it. Give me a medicine check.
3: Ooh, don't get to do those that often. Um, 15.
2: Yeah. You can tell with a, there seems to be drought poison. And as you look at it, you recognize that the vial that, uh, Turby managed to swipe earlier was a similar drought poison. Hmm,
3: okay. Interesting. I conceal it on my person and uh, just continue to do my quote unquote work while continually spreading spores. Alright, and that's
2: what we're gonna leave you to you guys. Next up is Jack and Maya.
4: We're
2: gonna stay in the same location for everyone as your job is to operate the lift.
4: The lift? So, what is the lift? Used to do
2: the lift is used to get down between the uh, the floor that you're currently on that connects to the entire prison to the cave floor below. That is how uh, most y'all go in and out for the patrols and picking up certain items around the cave floor area. Interesting. When you two uh, are brought over here, you see one Krager uh, already here working it, and they assign two of you uh, to come work up here at the top and have other two go at the bottom. You also have Seraph and Elders with you all. You can choose which two go down to the bottom and which two stay up top. I'm staying at the bottom.
4: It will stay at the bottom as well then.
2: Okay. They show you how to operate the lift. Uh, I will go into detail later when that happens, but now the two you have the info for working the lift.
4: It refuses to touch the controls and it said, hide- is it- is- are the controls like on a little table or something?
2: Uh, it seems to be like a crank system where as you get into the- a lift, you crank like a little lever, it makes a noise, and as you wait for- you wait for the people below to confirm this by pulling another crank, and the lift activates like that.
4: It- like, kind of flinches, and like, tries to hide, or like, starts to hide, but then like, realizes that it's fine, and so it doesn't, but like, it's jumpy.
2: Okay. So Jack, you see this every time you guys are working the lift after I'll come up and down, you see uh, it twitch and flinch. Oh, okay. Well, try not to let it scare you So While this is happening, you two are currently on the cave floor.
4: Is this a different floor from the one we were staying at?
2: Uh, yes.
4: So, that pool of water, can we see it from where we are? Yes. Is that the same pool of water that you could see from above um, where the bridges are?
2: Go ahead and give me perception checks as you guys are looking on the cavern floor. Okay. For perception, I got...
4: I got a 17.
2: Okay. So you guys both from here can see passages that lead to the south and the west area of Panther Floor. I had a little Minnesota accent to that one. That was amazing. <laughs> and as you look towards the north area and look towards pool, you see something moving, and it kind of has a gray red coloring to it.
4: Are there uh, a lot of drow around? A lot of guards?
2: You know that there's from the top view, there's a guard tower here that will be watching you all as you work the lift. And there's one crag below next to you all. I don't think.
4: Okay, it it says in thieves can't. Well, it signals. Um, I guess it signs in thieves can't to Krav. Um, that's your name, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's gonna signal. Uh, the. Can you breathe underwater? Because that's its new opening line for everyone at meet.
5: <laughs>
2: that is true.
5: I do not require air to breathe. So to answer your question, Th-
4: Wait, do you understand Thieves Can't?
2: I do not understand Thieves Can't. Well, Jack, uh, just another mechanical note for Warforges, while they technically do not need oxygen to breathe, they can still drown.
4: Okay, so um, you probably can't understand what it asked because it used the Thieves Can't hand signal to ask that question.
5: Is there something you were trying to tell me to
2: do?
4: So you just see the frog making little hand signals at you? Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: I would say you do not know what is it trying to...
4: It says speak you common? I guess so. Breathe you water?
5: Water? No. No breathe. Okay. But I I still still go. go.
4: It can't think of anything else to say. (laughs) But it's still refusing to touch the controls because it's unsure about them.
2: horn goes off. (laughs) And you hear the lift descend.
4: It um tries to not run away again.
2: What comes down from the uh lift this time, you see the two drow uh warriors, and then one of the more regal uh professional looking ones come out. It is the captain shore, and he just eyes the two of you and says It amuses me to watch you work. Got anything to say, Tim Bucket? I just look at him and smile. <laughs> I wonder what we'll fetch for you, of Fighters. We never sold. We don't sell too many war out here, especially one of your creation. Think something. To, think the gnomes will leave something like this here, and no weapon upgrades on it either. Uh, we can make something out of you. And then he just stops and looks in the water, and he orders two guards. I think it's attacking something. What what's going on? And they rush toward the uh to the pool section. Uh the crack off in a panic just steps back, lets everything happen. Do you two follow them into the water uh to the pool section?
4: Um a little bit, but I don't get close. I just kinda follow just enough to see what's happening, but not
2: like a wide but ber- Yeah. Another question I should ask, as you guys uh come around to look at them in the pool, he orders two of the drought so ...attacking the water, and you see them shooting crossbows into it as a corpse kind of like... ...limp, like, slides off of this weird ooze. So if you see a path-dissolved form of one slipping down the river as this large ooze creature starts swinging at the two drow.
4: Mm.
2: Looks like they have their hands full. Both of them are both dodging the attacks while Shore is just shooting crossbows into this. And he starts telling the two men to retreat back. They start, they just go, they get back far enough right from the pool. And it doesn't seem like the ooze starts to follow. And it just begins to shimmer back down into the water. Both of you, give me one perception check.
5: Perception. These eyes see. These eyes see. Everything. A Everything. natural
2: 20. Okay. You all both hear as it crack, like, screams into the water. Seems like a high pitched whine for a moment, and then it just eagles heads. You both hear, Flesh for the faceless one! <laughs> the faceless one! <laughs> and then, ooh, this yeah. at this point, one. Uh,
4: wine.
2: yes. <laughs> so, short sure, sure, at this point starts cursing say, Damn it, we lost one. Involved not to be happy with this. You too. And he stops and stares at you and smiles. Well, I think I know how we're going to change your mood. Aren't we, little one? And he snaps at the two drow. Cover your arms when you will grab this one, but take it to my quarters. And they walk towards you uh, It to try to restrain. Are you trying to resist?
4: I am going to run towards oh. the water.
2: Okay, are you getting into the water?
4: Uh, I run towards the edge, kind of okay. nervously, and then I. Uh, are they still following me? They are me? about.
2: Both of them are about to make rabble attempts towards you. I'm gonna make two rolls while I need you to give me a acrobatics or athletics check to try to avoid the grabbing.
4: I am very acrobatic. Eleven.
2: You try to run away. You lumber and kind of trip on the manacles uh, you have on you and they just kind of lift you into the air off those manacles, and hold you in front of shore, he says.
4: Do they touch my skin?
2: No, they seem to just hold you by the manacles and are
4: just lifting you with that. Okay. Um. I am going to try to uh, wriggle out of the manacles. Like, just pull my hands through or something. I don't know what kind of check that would be.
2: Okay, just. Yeah, I'm gonna let you try to break out of the mat or slip out of them. Give me a dexterity check. Just a straight dexterity okay. check.
4: Okay. Oh, wait, sorry, wrong one. Uh, bam. Okay, nice. Um, 18 plus 4, 22.
2: You are out of your manacles and you fall to the ground. And this instant, both of them eyes widen and they drop the manacles. We should put a crossbow. You will get one free turn to do something, and then it's them the mission. Okay. <laughs> can can I attempt to do something since I'm here? Yes. You see your grunge friend slip out of the manacles, and there's just this a split second of like, <gasps> <laughs> and you, for you it's slow motion as everything's about. That. I'm within five feet, aren't I? Shit's about to go, down. <laughs> hmm? I said I'm 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 within five feet. I would say, at this point, um, she ran towards the water and there's the next one. I would give you 10 feet as you was over there looking at the situation.
4: Okay, um, Jack, is there anything you want to do before I do my thing?
2: I'm,
5: I'm trying to think if there is, if there's anything that I can
2: do. Uh, Somebody once told me I'm gonna kill two players.
5: <laughs> yeah, there's something I want to do. I want to attempt to cast
2: Zephyr Strike. That- Isn't that a level 5 spell?
5: That's a level 1 spell.
2: Huh. Can you go ahead and, like, either put it in the chat or tell me what it does? Um, you move like the wind. Until the spell ends, your movement doesn't
5: provoke opportunity attacks. Once before the spell ends, you can give yourself advantage on one weapon attack roll on your turn. That attack deals an extra 1d8 force damage on a hit. Whether you hit or miss, your walking speed increases by 30 feet. So that's...
2: Okay, yeah, you cast it, and you feel like this, not so much breeze for you, but you feel this, like, liquid coolness in your veins as your performance increases. Zephyr Strike Module.
4: Okay, is that all you do?
2: Well,
5: that was, that was my bonus action, so I do want to make, make an attack on one of them. Okay, so I'm going to attempt Zephyr Strike On this one right
2: okay give me an attack roll
5: so should it just this is just a straight roll since i would technically have disadvantage because of them
2: uh yes it still be at disadvantage as you still have the uh restraints on Maya, you are no longer restrained and mm-hmm. good to go okay what now Ooh, that is unarmed strength so that's a 16 to hit 16 hits Go ahead and roll me damage.
4: Oh, <laughs> oh my god.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. So it does. So ten points of damage. ten. Ten. Nice man. Okay.
4: Oh my god. Are you gonna kill him?
2: So the two of you go ahead and roll initiative for me, please. And I'm gonna get some things set up. Um,
4: oh wait, can I still do my one thing? Uh, yes. Okay, because my one thing is gonna try and escape, and I jump into the water.
2: Okay. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> okay, yeah, this is actually perfect. So we're gonna end it on this section like you guys here. I'm gonna to cut to one more person before this and we're gonna end it for tonight. So I, yeah, go ahead and give me initiative rolls oh, for yeah. you two and I'll save that for next one. Did I kill this guy? Do you kill him? Do, did I kill this guy?
4: <laughs> My initiative is a seven.
2: Okay, Um, so let me go ahead and say uh, You, as you swing towards him, kind of at the double fist swing at him, you knock several teeth out his face, and they both look, uh, two of the base trowel look up at you as you attack. Shor looks down at the, uh, who slips into the water and growls, and pulls out his sword and says, Well, we're going to be losing a few more inventory today. Uh, what was your uh, initiative, Jack? I have 12 for my initiative. Yeah, okay. That's what we're gonna leave. That Ooh. wow, this is not good. <laughs> Jack, I will tell you this for your benefit. What the draw you hit is looking bloody.
4: So I should get a backup character ready, huh? Yeah, same. I
2: have the stats ready. I'm not gonna tell you what happened, like how that goes.
4: <laughs> I mean,
2: you guys, I love you so much. Excited.
4: <laughs> it was just like. Hmm. Big Scary Men or Mysterious Ooze, I go with the
5: Ooze. It's just like, oh no, the Ooze is is talking flesh for the faceless one. Oh, we have to get out of here. (laughs) Guys, the Ooze wants flesh. Why are we still here? Oh, that's right, we're prisoners.
2: Zivar, you are groggy and you are hurt. You wake up and still find the manacles on you, but you are not on the rope bridge anymore. Okay. You wake up in this area that looks like some small quarters, and as you turn to the bed, you see Jorlan's just sitting there, staring at you. In his hand, he's flipping this small little coin all across his fingers, and he flips it to your ground next to you, just out of reach. Do you pick it
6: up? Okay. Um, I reach for it. Yeah. Okay. And I pick it up.
2: It's a gold coin mm-hmm. marked with the uh, sigil of a flying pigeon carrying scroll. And he looks at you and says You can be of use to me, and I can get you out of here. Let's talk. Hmm. And that is where we're gonna leave it for today. <laughs>
4: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Eli is so good at creating This the is trick. so
2: good. <laughs> oh, look at the fingers! I'm so glad you guys are enjoying <laughs> it. Like great options, y'all took here. By the way, that was okay. impressive. Oh yeah, we about to fuck shit up. This is day one. Like
6: I'm. <laughs> Hugs. Okay, well I was gonna ask something, but I guess I'll wait until next week. This is good.
4: This is what happens when you try and grab a scared cornered cat. <laughs>
2: I thought she was gonna let him grab me And just like let the poison take over It is just
4: a cat (laughs) No It was like Fuck no I have prey instincts
2: (laughs) Okay So Arun Yeah Jack and Maya Mm -hmm. Go ahead and have an alternative character I won't guarantee death, But I At this point, it's an option.
5: (laughs) He's like, I can't guarantee your
2: success. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
3: not claiming to be a vanilla Vintian, but I'm not claiming to not be a one.
2: (laughs) I mean, I killed killed Jack 30 minutes into the playthrough last time. I'm so ready to see what happens next. (laughs) 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 Ten points of damage on one hit. Oh wow! It would have been more had I not rolled that one on the D4 damage. Huh. Okay. I also like how both David and Arun handled the situation above. David, you got some good rolls there.
3: Yeah, <laughs> the the first initial ones. Dang. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I was actually planning to swipe something off the guard, but I thought that was even more dangerous so I just decided to push him away. Ah.
4: Yeah. But oh uh, well. I guess we are where we are now.
2: Yeah, you guys got some planning to do. Good job on the conversation, there's some uh, options there, I don't mm-hmm. have some friends. You guys have a little bit less friends than before so don't we on to change the NPC info. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Flash for the faceless one! The faceless one! (laughs) You know, it's still really good to hear that after all this time. It's one of the funniest parts of, like, the campaign to me. And it's, I think, one of the best parts of DMing is just getting to, like, make silly voices. I agree. It's the best part for me. Just a free chance for me to be
1: foolish as always. I'm sure, though, you guys heard my surprise on Maya's attempt to escape good on her to make the dm pause and panic for a second uh try to have to improvise on the spot and is now one of the highlights of my time dming something i get to talk about uh hey you remember do you want to hear about the time a grunge
0: almost escaped velcon from through the waterfall and the second the second session too
1: Mm. the grunge was determined and was so close to succeeding at that point i was already planning a one-shot if it had worked
0: Yeah, I can't believe Maya actually tried to escape so early. She's really good at role-playing It and just pretending to be a scared, cowering, like, uh, small fighter person. But like, Maya, we had a plan for me and everything and she just went for it. You know, much respect to that.
1: You see a chance and you gotta take it.
0: Yeah, good point. But, uh, I guess now it's, um, I guess it's time for Eli to read that promotion.
1: Support us directly on our Patreon at nextoninitiative.com. Any additional <laughs> content we make is going to be uploaded to the Patreon first. And the best way to find it is by using the link in the description. So, Jakes, it is your turn. Name something that is $3. No pressure.
0: Just had to fit in that .com, didn't you? <laughs> Always. <laughs> Alright, you know what? We've each had a turn naming something for $3. So this time, let's bring in our friends that like play D and D with us. And this time, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I had a smart idea for once. Let me call Arun on the phone and, you know, have him record with us. So, boop 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 boop, boop boop. I'm clicking a phone. Boop boop.
6: bring ring <laughs> ring
0: uh, ring. Hello.
6: <laughs> Hi,
0: Jakes. Is that you? Hi. What's up? No, I, I'm just calling to tell you that like uh, we need some more help on the podcast. You know. It's not like you're sitting next to me this entire time, but... Well, not really. Of course not. Yeah, so Arun, if you have a minute and definitely isn't aren't sitting next to me, do you want to name something that's like
6: $3? Oh, wow. Hmm. This puts me on
0: the spot. Yeah, it's not like I gave you a week to think about this, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, look,
6: that was a week ago, man. <laughs> I mean, I remember like browsing through a couple of things and I, I saw something that's pretty interesting that I was actually considering buying for $3. It was this very beautiful
0: miniature like chess set. It ca- It's like...
6: <gasps> oh!
0: Are you just trying to impress Eli because he loves chess? But well, I know you like chess too. I mean, so. Yeah,
6: I, I like chess too. So I was really considering buying that. Pretty cool.
0: I mean, it's a, it's a good thing. All I could come up with was something to uh, Arizona ISD last time oh, and I, I got... I got judged by my friend who seems to not enjoy Arnold Palmer's in a can.
1: I stand by my statement and the statement of all the real people
0: out there. So for the price of uh, a chess set, you can keep our podcast going, huh? That will be very nice. For the price of one little chess set, you can keep this podcast going. So please support us. <laughs> Follow us on social media. Uh, you can find the links for our social media or... You can find the links for our official accounts in the description below. And as always, give us a good rating on the platforms you use to listen to our podcast. We all really appreciate it. Some of the sound effects used in this episode were made by Jakes, our
1: showrunner. The sources for the music and additional sound effects can be found in the description and were used under Creative Common Licensing. This podcast is unofficial fan content of the D&D 5e module, Out of the Abyss. We are not sponsored or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast any role playing we do as characters depictions of location or any other content in this module is fan content of this podcast of the source material so please support the official content
6: from the top special thanks to Maya O.P. Ross playing It the Grunch, <laughs> David George as Ugesh the Fighter Jake Hernandez as Inoki the Micanit Elijah the DM and Jack Phillips as Krav the Warforge and yours sincerely
0: Zavara you're all a great D&D group.
6: Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next
0: episode. So Arun, sometimes when we end the podcast, Elijah decides to throw out a silly quote like spay and neuter your pets.
1: Did we, get pa- Wait, did we get past
6: that last time? Did we stick with that or switch it?
0: Oh no, it, it's definitely up and published.
6: Yeah. Oh no! I, I'm just going to say, power to the working class.
0: <laughs> I, I like it, man. <laughs>
6: Yeah, that that that, that's a working. I can
1: see a room now. One arm up in the pose.
0: Yeah. All right, everyone. Have a good one. Peace.